good people. What up, what up? Pull up a chair. Join us at the Hip Hop Round Table. Uh, yeah. Y'all might have heard, man. Dev's vocals are sounding a little yeah. nice. It's for a reason. Chris. We all are actually here in the building together, man. This is one of the few times this, uh, this actually happens. So uh, we're just happy to be here, man. This is Landon Hill. Got my brothers with me again, right all at the same Literally, at literally the at the same table, at the same table, at the same time. Um, you know, is this, is this a gangster party? Uh, maybe, brother. Got two of them, two the of America's side, most you know wanted in the room at the same time. <laughs> at the same. <laughs> and of course, right here to my left, as you just heard, M O M, mind of Mylan, Mister Mylan Drake. What's up, sir? So, am I the am I the mind of? I'm the mind of myself. You are. You are. I'm the mind of. You life. are, brother. You speak for your mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, You've okay, completely gotcha. removed yeah. your. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your mind it. sits here now. And you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm elsewhere. I'm just in the building in the streets, man, trying to save these kids. Uh, excited to be here as well. Um, waiting for this summer session to be complete. But, oh my God. Of school, that is. Oh my God. Yeah, so y'all out here trying to get more degrees on your belt. I'm still in, trying to find my way into the streets. And right. Y'all right. Get into the, building. <laughs> the streets don't require right. degrees. They only require street knowledge, brother, what you got. Right, yeah, you you already you already got it. Of course, right here is is young Dev directly in front of me, man. Feels good to say that we used to do it man, down in L.A. Know. You know what I'm saying? It's a reunion of sorts for y'all. It is, it is, it is. So this feels this feels uncomfortable now. I used to be very comfortable <laughs> with the setting, but now you know I'm back at the round table live. Uh, from up here in the Bay, we flew up here, me and my wife, just to see fam, of course. You know, we are a family, uh, in a, not in a sense, a reality, uh, through in-law. So definitely just glad to be up here. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm in the building, but trickling my way down to the streets. They always want to put a gun in my <laughs> hand somehow. He's trickling his way in, but he's flooding those streets with work and, and, and you something. Know, exactly. like, you realize that's how it all starts. <laughs> Hey man, just a little trickle, and then I'm meeting. You're meeting some guy with, I'm, with I'm a shady character at the dock. With all the goods, man, making my way back into the streets. For sure, for sure. Um, I, I, man, I feel you on that summer session. I'm still. I, don't, I shouldn't even be recording right now, but you know it is what it is. I, I'm, I'm happy to. Man, for the coach. I mean, man, nah, I, I prefer it. to be doing this than than doing homework. The, just, I mean, it, it'll be a couple of. Oof. It won't be long before it's. it's, it's it's yo as well it's your boy Dr. Hill you know I mean this is right, impressive right, like this man. is amazing congrats brother brother you brother. Thing. you have a law book sitting right in front of you brother <laughs> yeah, like it's, I've never it's owned a book. a book this big brother that's <laughs> That's that's the Berkeley life, brother. It is what it is. It's good. I'm one, just trying one, to catch one up. Book. Your book got, up for your your book got dents on the side, brother. We be talking about you know how how stuff is. All the podcasts we've talked about when we talk about when things hold a certain weight, brother. Uh, a doctorate from any school that is not Berkeley versus a <laughs> undergrad <laughs> from Berkeley is just. <laughs> Berkeley still weighs a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? So I disagree, but it is yeah, what it is. I, if I was a hip hop artist, I'd, I'd be. I'm just trying to sit down and be humble, man. I'm, just, <laughs> oh, I'm listening good. to Kendrick right now. I'm just listening, brother. It is what it. Well, you you gonna go ahead and uh, well before we actually intro the topic because Dad, we we get on my head um, as he should. Yeah, you can sure. catch every single podcast we have ever recorded at hiphoproundtable.podbean.com. You can also uh, go to iTunes, uh, iTunes, iTunes, and search Hip Hop Roundtable. Um, 
You can go to Facebook, uh, Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast there. You can go to um, Instagram, search at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Uh, you also can find me, Dev Mylan, on most, if not all, of your social media sites. Just search Devin Howard, Mylan Drake, Landon Hill. You can find us there. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, that's that's all the places you can catch us, and we hope that y'all are engaging, commenting mainly. That's you know, again, that's what this is, is is dialogue, conversation, discussion, all that good stuff. So uh, with that being said, I'm going to let this brother here um, intro us and to give us the, the topic that we're going to be talking about today. Um, uh, well, first is to follow up. I, I definitely want to shout out. We, we've been getting a lot of new followers. Um, we will most likely by the, you know, if you got it, this is initiation. You know, hashtag you listen to the end, you you might get your man your 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 pod bean hey. username shouted out. Hey, I mean hey. people like Rob, Rob Lopez is on All a regular on a, on a regular name basis. You he, just he hear sit, that name like the, like he's sitting in the invisible chair yeah. at the table. You know what I mean? Real so time. uh but no, with that being said, just want to thank folks who are following us and, and actually listen um and make this podcast a part of their everyday life or ride home from work or ride to work or to school or what have you. Appreciate being for every few week life because I've been really slipping on getting these podcasts up. But again, that's you can blame school, but yeah. that's I'm just, just saying. Just whenever blame, you get it, just blame the hierarchy of um, academia. As you get to the top, there's uh, very little room to uh, communicate and and fellowship with uh, with regular folks. So, Bro, uh, it's fine. Uh, don't don't put two on ten. It's fine. It's <laughs> no, fine. Don't put two. On with that being said, with, it's a busy season. We're, we're talking to talking about. The regular folk of hip hop, if you will, the the underground. Want to don't want to say the underground artist, but just the underground genre itself, and whether or not mainstream. At one point, those two coexisted. There was underground, and there was mainstream. So the question at the table today is: Has mainstream officially killed? Struck, put a put a stronghold or disma- completely dismantled underground rap or the genre of underground hip hop and then secondly is there a space and place for artistry to say you know what I'm going to be different and actually pr- you know produce and give you music that is um has a message or what we would deem to be conscious because at one point you again that was a that was a lane so you could say oh there's conscious rappers and then there's you know there's rappers who talk about weed there's gangster whatever but is there even a lane for that because right now as we're we'll looking like the graveyard yeah it's like it's like nah that's, we're not really interested in that right now we got other stuff to do so with that being said uh, just diving in Dev your thoughts on uh, just your intro your intro thoughts of course on of course. mainstream and its impact and or lack there you maybe you don't believe there's a, an impact on mainstream but uh, uh, that mainstream is having on underground I think um, there's definitely been a shift when talking uh, we talked offline and uh, we said how even if artists came out and they were like kind of from the beginning kind of not really pushed the underground but they were cool with the underground they didn't they didn't mind going to the mainstream and doing all these big shows and doing all these different interviews but they were still well known so i think there was a certain time where underground had more of a relevancy but as times are going on i think it's just maybe 
just the culture that it is as far as um I want to I want to put in like the the media aspect and the internet that mainstream has in a sense been like not throwing dirt but almost trying to bury the fact or drown out what what underground was before with their relevancy level. So I I would I wouldn't say that they completely killed underground because there's constantly people on comments and stuff still these days yearning for content yearning for lyricism yearning for you know just really good songs um as it was in the heyday where people would just give a good song and have a good story where mainstream is not doing that for you right now mainstream is just like giving you i would say just snacks and where people actually want you know food like we said before so all these snacks people starting to get a little stomach ache People don't want, you know, they don't want it no more. They actually want a good, wholesome meal. And I think the underground will will then have a a, a, a demand basically to come back <clears throat> and, and, and and strike that balance back that we we so we talk about on, on so many different episodes. So I, I wouldn't say they, they definitely have a stronghold right now, but I, I would say it's, it's just like what they call it, a wave right now. Yeah. I- I understand the notion and I, you know, I think that the relationship has changed a bit or maybe not even a relationship between mainstream and underground. I guess to, to your point, Devin has a little bit in terms of like the respect that quote unquote underground rappers were shown from mm-hmm. mainstream artists or like mainstream artists willingness or ability to like reach out to underground artists. Um, but I think just in the public's eyes, um, there has been somewhat of a shift or less willingness to like go search for like artists that are kind of on the underground but i don't think that how they actually operate is much different um i think that they're you know many artists who still make it were on the underground at one point or another right it's not you know, there there may be, I'm sure there are some people who just kind of popped up out of nowhere, but for the most part, there are folks who are still, who have made it to the top via the underground, right? And like, um, yeah, and I think that there's, I think really what it is, is that there is less, the, the line that's been drawn between underground and mainstream is more blurred than it was before, right? So yeah. before it was like, you know, oh, well, uh, you know, little brother is, is underground, right? But even for them, they had a level of notoriety that somebody else on the underground never had, right? Like, mm-hmm. Black Star was considered underground for a long time. And at some point, you know, most and, and Talib crossed over into yeah. mainstream, but there were still people who are less known than them who are on the underground. And so, I think now that line is becoming more blurry. We look at somebody like a big crit who has not reached a level of mainstream success that some of his peers that we would put him in the category with as a, a Cole or, or Kendrick, right? He hasn't reached that level of, of success and he still carries his underground energy with him. I don't know if he is solely an underground artist anymore though like I, he's he's somewhere in that in between that i think where that that line has now become blurred but 
all in all, I think when saying that, there's definitely levels. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, I think there's a level to it, and I think that you know, like the one thing that has not changed, I think most folks who are on the underground still, whether they say it or not, would like to have as many people listening to their music as possible, and if they got a shot at mainstream, would take that shot um and i think that you know and you know and some people might not admit that for whatever reasons but you know i think at the end of the day like you know it's like uh trans lee who's uh well who's slowly moving out of probably underground status because he's had ti and some other folks kind of give him a shot but for who for a while was on was underground you know he says um who who i uh got hooked hip to via vetus shout out to vetus and neff um but, you know, he's like, you know, I got love for Big Crit, but I ain't trying to keep it underground. Like, that's what it is. And I think that's what it is for most artists is like I'm on the underground, but I'm trying to get to mainstream because that's when most of people here like hear right. my music. Right. Um, and so in that regard, I don't think it's changed very much. I just think from a public perspective, it's hard to kind of figure out like where that line is anymore. Um, and we don't know how to like it you know we want to categorize folks and it's like a little bit harder to do that so that's my initial thoughts i'm sure i'll have some other ones as we as we move forward and as y'all continue to speak wisdom but that's just kind of my initial you know thoughts on on the topic. theoretical analysis brother not yeah. all that brother. <laughs> no that, that's not like an abstract to a six page or six whatever page brother just give us your berkeley that's knowledge a, that's a brother paper word. Right that's this a third paper this is, word this is strictly the city of berkeley mm-hmm. knowledge right here cob strictly cob right here i i think there's I, I believe that there's a difference between underground new artist haven't heard of you know, only has one mixtape out. Like that's not; those aren't; those are all different. And I think those are different levels of an of an of an artist of an artist attempt to, for lack of a better term, break out. Like I'm trying to. Everyone, for the most part, everyone. Not sometimes some people don't want that, but some some artists, for the most part, aspire to be. I want to perform at. You know the you know the the the, the high the, the most popular hip hop. Oh, what's the one that you? Right, what is that? The right one now? that you went to where where it was not. It was like all these different. Rock states. the bells. Yeah, right. I want to perform oh, at Rock yeah. the bells. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be at that level. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why the name escaped me. So I want to I want to perform at Rock the bells. I want to I want to be that guy. I want to I want to open. I want to stop opening up for Snoop and be performing with Snoop. Mm-hmm. It's me, Snoop, Drake, or whatever there, you know, whatever mm-hmm. artist. Head, headliner. Headliner. I, you aspire to get to that space. So it's not about you being underground when you're not there. It's just that you're not there yet. Snoop first, when we heard him on uh, Undercover, 187, yeah, I mean, uh, the deep, on the Deep Cover soundtrack. No, I said Undercover. The Deep Cover mm-hmm. soundtrack. We had never heard of him, but when we heard him, we was like, yo, who is that? So the day before we heard of him, he was unknown. And when we heard of him, he was this new guy. Never heard this guy before, but you got to check this. Everybody, if you had that deep cover single, you were the man because it was in high demand. So, yeah, I I get it. But with that being said, I still believe that there is, similar to what Dev was saying earlier, and a little obviously, this is a this is a for those who have listened to the podcast. I disagree with Landon. This is a revelation. Um, <laughs> this has never happened in the history of this podcast. But 
with that being said, I, I believe that there there is a larger my ability to sell hamburgers from a a food truck is different than nations or McDonald's mm-hmm. or it's it just is. It's just a at, and it used to be like, oh, folks would again. This is the this is my argument, and always has been, and always will be. I don't want to say always will be, but has been to this point that the balance is off. And so, when the balance is off, that means that mainstream, if mainstream has ninety five percent of the market on Smash. We acknowledge that there is something out there, but that five percent, it is so small. Yes, it exists, but the ninety-five is the is winning. It is there's no question that it's winning. It used to feel even if it if it wasn't true, it felt like it was a fifty-fifty that I could go listen to. Yes, when I first listened, when I first listened to Dos Effects, they were underground. A lot of folks didn't fool with them. Then they made a couple of singles that folks were like, "Yo, I'm fooling with them," and then they mm-hmm. became the popular group. Same thing with Redman. I remember when everybody didn't fool with Redman, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden. He became popular, and then he was just an artist that was within. Believe it or not, that's how Wu Tang was. Mm-hmm. When, Wu Tang, what is that? What is a Wu Tang? Yeah, yeah, you'll see. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it became they became the hip hop group at the at their time in their time. So that traveling up the escalator to growth is different than there is no escalator. It's just I'm a rock over here in this in this five percent, and I and I think Crit is a good example, as a good example of he's he's grandfathered into the elevator, basic escalator. Like yeah, you can get on because you you you're kind of in the middle. You're on the escalator. You're not all the way at the top, but right. you're definitely not at the bottom. But we're not really letting nobody else in because now everybody the move is either you're you're coming in the door. Little Uzi Vert didn't have it. I'm not saying that when, wherever Lil Uzi Vert is from, that they didn't know about him before. Uh, he was in high school rapping. That's that's again that category is you just ain't you're you're building your rep. Building your rep is one phase, but he went from that to like I'm a launch, like a yeah launch almost. Young Thug went from who featured on Ti's album just that quick. Never heard of him to. Miley Drake never heard of him. Somebody else may have heard of him, but I never heard of him. To he's Head doing a song with 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 Ti. Next thing I know, he's doing the song with somebody else. A song with somebody else, and he's got his own album. Like how does that 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 realm of underground that I call it is where you can live. Not in, as and unfortunately in Oakland we have tent cities, which equate to homeless people who have basically taking. I don't want to say taking over. They're taking their situation, their homelessness to a group community where it's a bunch of tents in one place. We call them tent cities. That is not sustainable, nor is it a positive thing. But it is a reality that when I'm driving on my way to work or to school or go to the movies, that I'm driving through this tent city. It's there. Doesn't mean that it's ever has a chance of the... And my my prayer and hope is that, that, that we never get to the point to where the entire city of Oakland is a tent city. It just means that... These folks have found a way to make it, to kind of rock their situation in that tent city. And so with that being said, I, I, I put the question to either of you. In using that analogy, tent city compared to the entire city of Oakland, you would I would assume that both of you would say that tent cities are losing. 
That they're not. They're, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's one guy is gonna like even if a guy comes out of that tent and he gets a house, that does not equate to tent cities is the dopeness. It just means that that person, that family, that sister, or whoever came out of there and made something of themselves, doesn't mean that tent cities is where it's at. Tent cities are still not cool. It's still not a good place. And to me, underground, like I said, underground used to be a place where you could. I went to go see a group called Mystic Journeyman. I, I told you all this before, maybe offline. I don't know if I said it on, on, um, on podcasts. I went to go see these brothers. They didn't want money. They were they were homeless. They was like bring food, like bring top ramen stuff that we can eat. But they wanted to rap so bad mm-hmm. that they were like, "We'll do." They lived in the, Souls of Mischief. The show we went to, Souls of Mischief, went to their show to support them. Like, yo, we rock with these guys. They're. They're they're they are about the art. They lived in the underground world. I don't think anyone in the universe is a Mystic Journeyman album. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> there was a rarity. Mm-hmm. But that they walked into it saying, "This is what I want to do." Now there's this cap. It's like, nah, bruh. What you talking about? We there, there didn't used to be a door, a doorkeeper. It used to just be two worlds that you can go. Huh? I'm gonna go over here to this underground, and now I'm about to go back over here and do this album with Too Short. Well, shoot, that's the thing. What do you want to define as underground? Because if you want underground to get recognition, then it's not underground anymore based on how you're explaining it. If you just want to go straight into the art form, you don't care about the money, you don't care about, you know, if you're saying that, then it's always going to be where it's at because it's never going to get the promotion to actually, underground can't get promoted or else it's above ground at that point. So defining underground as far as what you're saying with those performers, um, like, or Tent City, then you have to say that. But if you want to call underground, like, something that needs to be recognized or something that needs to be, like, we need to know about these artists type of deal, then, you know, if we're going to call underground that, then I think there's still ways to do it. Like, we go back to Big Crit. Yeah, he's like underground, grandfather into the escalator. Um, And I I was going to put it like this. Mainstream is like how they make it easier for consumers not to search, in a sense. Like, it's going to come across your radio in everyday living. It's going to come across your timeline in everyday... You don't have to click a search button and type in anybody's name when it comes to mainstream. But for underground, if you want to hear somebody's stuff, you're going to have to type somebody's name to go search for that. It's not going to... You got to go to this website, something. So, Big Crit, to me, is in that level, like you said, in the middle. He could still perform at Coachella. So, you don't have to... That's that's actually the one I was trying to think of. Oh, you're trying to think about Coachella? I was trying to think of Coachella, yeah. Because I don't call Coachella more hip-hop as I do. It's not about being more hip, just just the epicness. Yeah, like yeah. I don't have to do anything. There's gonna be eighty thousand people. That's true. I don't have to do no marketing. Yeah. All I gotta yeah. do is come. And because these people came, because I'm the reason why it's eighty thousand people here is because my name is on yeah. the bill. And that's what I think Crit has. But if you want to know about a, a project that he has, you might have to search mm-hmm. online. It's not gonna be pushed. So that's the only like I guess measurement I have as far as mainstream versus underground but once again like I said if people are yearning for this stuff and somehow I think the internet kind of plays some kind of like wild card situation with mainstream in between mainstream and underground because if anything Big Crit puts out and it goes online like that one freestyle or the one album where he freestyled and they were just all Mm -hmm. crazy over beats that goes viral bam you're in the mainstream like you just pierced your way into mainstream with that alone. So 
I think but underground his, could at, be. See, it's about that's why I use the tenth city analogy. Yeah. Is because that's your address, bro. Like, there's a difference between I live here and I went to visit. But I, you used to be able to live in the underground, like live there, and you don't want to live in a tent city because right now, like I just drove, by, you know, past one on the way here. I was like, yeah, that one, that's not gonna be there for long because right. they was like in the middle, like the little island. I was like, oh, yeah, they're they yeah, gonna come nah, get y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna, it, it's good, they're gonna push you out of here in a minute. They're gonna mm-hmm. be like, yo, this is, this is not a good look. Like the, the mainstream, the city of Oakland still controls. What Tent City can do, and that didn't used to be the case. So, so I, I make it. I, well, where I'm trying to draw the distinction is there being a mainstream market and an underground market, and who is actually able to reach the mainstream market from the underground market, right? So, because I think part of what all of our issue is, like, and and I'm addressing this specifically when you talk about balance. The issue to me is not the balance of mainstream access versus underground access. There's actually more access to underground artists now than there ever was before because of the internet, like Dev said. The issue for me is that the main the the type of artists that we like as hip hop purists used to have more there used to be they used to be more accessible on the mainstream within the mainstream realm, right? So, and that's why I say, I don't think that how mainstream has interacted with underground has been much different other than who they have, the the type of artists that they have let in. But mainstream has always been a gatekeeper. So, yes, we get more of the little Yachty's and Young Thug and all the people that we say we don't fool with and we don't like. But there are... Huh? Yes, they yes, the yes, they as a as a as a bona fide hater. No, 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 yeah, you're you're the absolutely correct. I, I would say the yes, no, as the, the, the music that they create, we don't necessarily like. Um but that also does not mean that you know, in the nineties we had artists that we felt like represented the culture in a vast, you know, the, the 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 diversity of the artists that we saw within the mainstream was much greater. I don't think that, but they were still gatekeepers. Like there were still certain people who just weren't getting in as dope as we thought they were, or as much as you know they may have been great lyricists or whatever. They just did not. the The powers that be felt like they were not going to appeal to the masses, and so they just didn't get in. I think that's the same now. It's just that the type of artist that they are now letting in has changed and unfortunately it's not artists that we tend to like what they produce so i'm trying to draw that distinction so i have that issue but in terms of underground i mean you know soundcloud was going out of business or you know it was rumored to have been going out of business mm. and and chance was like nah this is how i got put on so i'm gonna do everything i can to make sure that other artists who are on soundcloud who are yeah, to me because they're like in the underground like yeah. they have a chance now to get on because there are these platforms like they're soundcloud they're i mean you know back in the day they had um what was that like not reverb they, they had i mean it's it's there's so many and they pop up everywhere right like and so people now have the ability to be able to and you know through youtube through all these right, other yeah. through all these other channels and then just through like you know regular 
blog websites. Like I go to Nyrite and they'll have everybody from Young Thug to you know, little dude that nobody's ever heard of before and everybody in between and maybe not everybody, but you know, there's a good mix there. Um, if somebody did something, they're going to be on there. Yeah, like they're going to be on there. Like if they got even just a little bit of a buzz, there's enough buzz there. Like they have enough of a following that like they've reached that status, right? To where these curators are at least willing to bring their stuff on a regular basis. And so I think there is, there are more outlets now, there are outlets now more than ever where people could get on from the underground, I think the main problem that I have is who is being let into the mainstream now because it was so diverse before and we don't have that diversity anymore. But again, like, you know, I think the reason Vedas exists is because there is a thriving underground population who. They, I mean, they are living like it ain't. You know what I'm saying? They're not Vegas, getting. And I think but Vegas, Vegas is, me the, is the thing where you don't have to search. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, like people have their lives, and just like how mainstream artists come across your feed or your eyes, wherever you kind of just take a break from life, it Young Thug will show up easily. Uzi Vert will show up easily. Yadi will show up easily without you having even. Ser- I haven't searched their name not once in my phone, mm. and I'm getting so much of them. So. But Vedas is a little bit different because Vedas will show you the people who aren't going to come up so easily. True, that's what like, I'm saying. So Vedas, yeah, Vedas is yeah. that Vedas is that place where it's like yeah. I'm going to give you something on some you know internet streaming radio type stuff that you don't have to search. You just play this, yep. and you can get new ideas, new artists. Then you can it'll make your searching easier at that point. But then I was going to ask Mylan about the whole underground and living in the underground. Like, well, what would be the goal? Like, what would you like to see for an underground artist who can live in the underground? What do you project their career to look like? Like, they can be able to perform at one of the radio show concerts and then just go back to underground and they're not doing any kind of interviews. Like, what's what's underground defined in your terms of somebody there making it good? Like, what's the Jay-Z of underground? <laughs> like, Yeah, I, I think, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a dope question. I, I think when I use the analogy of the, the tent cities, and I use the I use two words. Well, yeah, I'll I'll use two. It's the lack sustainability, or that's a sentence. Two sentences. <laughs> <laughs> lack 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 sustainability and lack protection. You know, and and protection to be. I don't want to say free because that's a whole different conversation. But just just. The fact that your your house is on an island that's not safe. Mm. I mean, when I say an island, I mean like the the thing that divides two two directions mm-hmm. of of a street. That's not that's not. No one sleeps like that, bro. Like I mean, a car could jump a curb and everybody and like that's mm-hmm. that's just crazy. No, that's not safe. So when I think of underground versus you know using the analogy of a tent city or homelessness versus. A group of folks who live in a rainforest, like they live, like I, I. One of the things I despise when studying in school is anthropology, but that's a different animal. I'm not a fan of anthropology. Anthropologist, the the study of mm. anthropology. Maybe I don't have a problem, but certain anthropologists, I'm not a fan of. But you'll go to a place and you'll be like, man, this is crazy out here. This is rain. Mm. But you'll go in and be like, oh, they wait. So y'all having families and y'all y'all eating and like how are you like how they are they're 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 fine. They're absolutely fine, even though they don't have cars, shelter, clothes. They have figured it out, and that is the the difference: the ability to thrive in a safe environment 
If I choose to live in a rainforest, so be it. Not, well, the second you choose to not be mainstream, then you're really wasting your time with this whole... Like, I've heard one of the... You're really wasting your time with this rap stuff. Drake just said it. Quincy Jones just... That was the article I wanted to share before we got online. Mm-hmm. Quincy Jones just said... He had he wrote an article about there is no music I, industry. I saw that one. And, I saw that one. And yeah, so that is the same same concept that Drake said. He's like, yo, I mean, you can you can do all day and talk about I'm about to be underground and it is what it is. However, what I do, what I'm, this is Drake speaking, what I'm doing now as an artist with the, with the backing of a company, mm-hmm. street team, being able to push my stuff, mm-hmm. tweets and marketing, and I could never do that. Never. Know. So, yeah, I can decide. So the answer to your question, I can decide to be an artist over here in this underground section, but I'm at this day in this day and age. That's why my my in my in my opinion, it's been completely killed off. You're not. You're just wasting. You're just wasting your time. If that's because there's no space for you to become a biggie or a Nas in this underground. There's no space. Now you can rap and be dope and have lyrics and have and be one of the best rappers, but that. Who's going to who's going to listen to you? Because at this phase, the question is not about oh he's dope. Immortal Technique is dope. The question is, do I already know who he is? Do I fool with this cat? Do I follow him? Because that's what it takes a following for an underground artist to survive. Like yeah. you, like but you so you, but you think that people in the underground aren't able to generate those followings anymore? I don't. I think that their ability to to become like break plateau type to be like because his question wasn't can you do it I think you can do it the question is can you become big crit after after I don't want to say medium success because I don't want to downgrade his Mm -hmm. success but after several successful mixtapes same thing with Kendrick after a few successful mixtape attempts we was like oh welcome to the mainstream like the, the swoop in is so swift. The the NBA used to be that way as well. It's like, oh, this guy, LeBron was a great high school basketball player. He's like, swoop. He didn't get to be. So what I'm saying is when you think of college, this is using that sports analogy. This is another analogy, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. The, the ability for college sports to be as, yo, I'm a Michigan State basketball fan is so small because... The superstar goes to Michigan State. He's one and done. Mm-hmm. So the team never gets to build. Right. Yo, they got they got dude coming back as a junior. They yeah, just yeah, got yeah. this freshman. So the 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 allure of I'm a huge fan of college basketball or that team is diminished because the NBA has been so it's gotten so large that hey man, you can be over there as soon as I figure out that you're good. I'm snatching you up. And the same thing is if you and, and what also happens if you decide it's a rarity if you decide I'm going to college for four years and I'm a red shirt my freshman year so I can play for five years. Right. It's a you got to be LeBron James for us to even remember who you are by your senior year, because when you graduate your senior year. Going into the draft, I promise you it's going to be a freshman mm-hmm. that's ranked higher than yeah. you in the NBA draft. You were like, but I did my job. That's a good analogy. And so it's it's not about you can't do it. Can you can you play four years in college? Yes. But can you also play four years in college and the year you come out, have a freshman that played eight games 
be the right the number one player and it, and it doesn't do anything for you don't create this following of folks like yo I really fool with that dude it's like oh I remember dude I mean he alright I think yeah so I think what you're coming up with is more like as far as consumers with underground artists like you're saying in comparison to a dude going to college for four years they lose that status it's almost yeah. like they lose that status so if you got somebody who's underground they killing the game they decide to stay underground even though they like we're honestly we're looking at chance that way if you think about it where he's just denying all these labels yeah he's denying all these labels but how long can you last exactly. playing that's college a, that's how a good, long can that's you good, last and, and the thing is denying. he's not he is those and so I and, and Landon I see your eye you give me the ice cube eyebrow I don't want <laughs> you to I don't want I don't want you to get into the comparison and saying well see there's chance that's not normal no no that's I'm not, not no, normal no 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 I'm not I'm not bringing him up I'm just as saying a, it's just like know, it can be done yeah, like you know no that's not normal they do just want a freaking Grammy B without right. a record like that's not normal no no that's I not, know I'm not, not I'm not bringing him up as the as the standard right what I what I'm saying by that the reason I was going to bring up Chance is I think Chance is an example of somebody who even if he was not successful in the mainstream anymore. The reason he got successful was because he built his core following and his core following is going to go with him now, regardless of how big or how small he is. We saw the same thing with, uh, with, um, maybe currency or somebody like well, that. I, I was literally, I was going to currency is the same. He has a core following. Like no matter what happens, Folks are gonna follow him, like you when hieroglyph, like when hieroglyphics had, like they were respected nationwide for a while. These dudes can tour colleges forever and be good, even though they had a little bit of a bubble. They're like, we're in this lane. They can survive, no problems asked. Trade the truth. This dude is a southern. Like, all a lot of these cats from the south, slim, but like these cats, uh, chameleon there could probably go out right now. In the south, they're good. Like they have base followings that some of them will have mainstream success, others won't. But they can make money, live performing, touring, and they know who their folks are. Like Sky Zoo then, will put out album after out. Al- like I'm like I'm a, a Sky good, Zoo. It's another good example. Like I'm a Sky Zoo guy. I feel like, like Sky I Zoo just, falls into what Dev was just saying about, okay, that's dope. How long he's been doing no, no, no. No, how long has Sky Zoo been doing no, no, no. this now? I, he has but I'm saying, he's been in the but, game forever. Like but, middle school. Yeah, like, like it's the it, it's the And I'm past college. I, I think though. actually <laughs> we should probably stay in that in right there in the in the in the Sky Zoo zone, if you will. Um that was you see my play on words. No. The um, the because he is the example of that. I believe a Sky Zoo to answer Dev's original question is probably there's maybe other one other person that'd be like, oh yeah, okay, like that is a chance being an anomaly. Take yeah. him out of the yeah. equation. Mm-hmm. That Sky Zoo is in that realm of two things though. In the underground world, I'm Jay Z. In the mainstream world, I'm zero. I'm not sure. even welcome. I can't if I choose. And that's what that's where we started. Like, okay, the, it used to be two worlds, and you could DOS effects on underground. All right, we about to drop a single featuring whoever, Ice Cube or whatever, to switch from here to here. Now mainstream, but see, I don't think that's true. The gatekeepers is like nah, and Chance. Nah, that, and the reason why I use Chance because I feel 
Like the one, the number one reason why Chance is like, no, I don't want to sign with y'all because when I wanted to sign, when I was, when my life was, man, I need to get signed. Y'all wasn't fooling with me. So you know what? I'm good because I see what it's about. I'm gonna stay over here because I see what getting inside that gate is not. The cost of admission to mainstream is more than just welcome. It's well, here, come on in, Chance. But what we want to do, we want to put Becky Sue on your first. We want to change your whole image. We there's a flip to get inside here, which we, which honestly has always been the case. Yeah. Mainstream has always got like a dress code. Uh, absolutely. I mean, not a literal dress code. No, but yeah, they got, no, hundred percent. They, they have some criteria that in order for you to come in here, you know, no shoes, no shirt, no service type of situation. Yeah. So I get that, but at the same time. We were, we were amazed. That, that's one of the reasons why when I saw the cover to Dead President and actually listened to the music of their first album, I was like, how are these cats... Who allowed this? But see, I don't... But, but who, so, who so, okay to so, but, but like, signed these But like, let's stay there, right? Is because, one, I, I don't think that, you know, it was not... At least, at least how I'm hearing you explain it, it's like anybody that was in the underground could just easily be like... All right, well, I want to go mainstream today. Like, it did not work that way. Like, there were some people who were like Dow's effects, like most folks who are in the mainstream who hit the lottery. Like, for whatever reason, they were lucky enough and fortunate enough that somebody took a chance on them. Mind you, also in the 90s and maybe early 2000s, around the early 2000s is when it stopped. Folks were willing to take chances because this thing was still so new and so hot. Now it's formulaic. So, yes, it's been people aren't willing to take as many chances anymore. But best believe there were still gatekeepers who folks just were not let in. Like, even though um, Dead Prez had they had a greater impact than I think most people anticipated. They still I mean, they are not. They're not on a Nas level. They're not on it. Like but nobody and nobody and still, about, still really knows who they are. But 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 think about it. They actually featured Jay Z on a track for their second album that nobody ever talks about. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that. Like they're that's how remake? quickly. Yeah. Like yeah. that's how quickly they went. So if that. I mean, if there was gonna be anything that was gonna sustain them, it would have been a J feature on a right. second album after your yeah, first exactly. one did well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, like, and at that like, time, J was it was he was hot. hot. Like, so and that's and that's what I'm saying is that I think you know I don't want to get trapped in because we had folks who for whatever reason were fortunate enough to get that mainstream success who don't sound like the mainstream that we know of now. That it was just like, oh yeah, like. Shoot, whenever you wanted to, you could just become mainstream. Like, it was not that. Like, there are certain people who I'm sure to this day were underground who, like, I mean, now I'll, I'll go back and I'll listen to interviews of folks who, um, you know, like, uh, you know, I know we don't typically shout out, but like, I'm on mine, like, Combat Jack and, you know, folks who are doing these historical right. um interviews and like I hear a bunch of names they're like yeah I was on tour with such and such and I'm like I've never heard of this dude like ever like and it's not because like I haven't searched it's just like they were not that big it's like yeah this dude from Chicago or this is like the Twister you know it's just talking about all these cats like from Chicago who were big for Chicago and like who were on tour with folks but they just never really resonated for whatever reason and I think, again, I think that's still the same today where you're going to have some people like Chance who are just, I mean, he's just 
far out of this world, far further than anybody would believe. But there's Crit, who will kind of flirt with mainstream, but kind of mm-hmm. come down. Skyzu, who, you know... Oh, uh, he's even floating. Well, no, no, no. Floating. Well, but I'm saying, but but I'm I'm using him as an example of some people who like BT is good for. All right, well, we'll let you get on the ciphers, and your right. name can kind of bubble a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like John Connor, who nobody knew of until the BT cipher, and it's like, okay, well, his name is there, but even Slaughterhouse, like them cats, they, they could get on BT for a minute, but nobody, people were amazed when they did the first cipher because it was like. I've never heard people even use lyrics in this way, but people aren't buying their records still. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I think so they, they slow, can they, they can, slow clap them right. and yeah, they like, like, exactly. <laughs> like Button was the one who's most like probably Button and Royce. They're the most known because you know Button had one yeah. major hit and Royce is affiliated with M. But other than that, like people don't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there's there's kind of this flirtation. There's that there's that middle piece where it's like it's the flirtation with mainstream. But you come down and they can kind of live. Like, they can go tour. They can have their success. Like, they know where they live at. Like, Royce has said, like, M could have sold, sold more albums without me. Like, if if this, like, if like Bad Meets Evil was just an Eminem album, like, M would have sold more. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, that says something where Royce knows who he is. He's staying in his lane. And he's surviving. Like And, again, there are people who are less well-known in him but again like i think trader truth is an example like he just keeps coming out with album action bronson has like kind of taken over i'm not even an action bronson fan but this dude can go he got cooking you know shows and all types of stuff where he's found his niche and these folks aren't mainstream but they're also not you know i just dropped my first mixtape yesterday there is this kind of in between where people i think are able to live the only issue is that the internet has caused yeah. for there to be so much it's, it's, it's just it's too many people now in that space who who have the ability to be heard that it's harder to kind of like weed out but i think there mm-hmm. are people who are bubbling up enough to where they can like create their own lane and i think the game i think honestly with that piece that you're saying about the internet doing some things it kind of like not warped the game but it changed the game to where you can't just be about the music anymore mm-hmm. you kind of got to have a personality you got to kind of Go feet. You gotta your your face gotta be seen here. You gotta be here. You gotta say something about this thing in order to keep your music relevant. You can't just keep putting out music where I think maybe a Royce or Slaughterhouse is doing. The reason why Joe Budden is one of the popular ones because he got a radio show. Mm-hmm. He's talking trash here. He's showing up here. His face is shown here, and then it's and almost was, like we said. It's like you're just on the feed. Yeah, <laughs> right. He's, always, He's just always yeah. on the feed. Yeah. Honestly, so if he comes out with music. People, he, he's gonna have the ears, yeah. and if people like it, they might end up just buying it. So yeah. that Joe Budden kind of is building, but you gotta have a person. I mean, we, I see it right now with Vince Staples. Vince yeah. Staples is yeah. interviewing he's one. everywhere. Yeah. He's interviewing everywhere, and now people are starting to notice him. But he had four mixtapes already, all nice. Mm-hmm. But if you just put now music, it's not it's not gonna go. So maybe that that's the thing where. Maybe back in the day, you didn't have to be so much of a of a face of the game, or as far as being your having your face on the feed. I would say you can only put out music and you can just chill. Mm-hmm. But now the game has changed. I maybe what Drake was alluding to. You got to have a team. You got to have the promo. You got to have a street team. You got to have the the pack backing by a company backing behind you so they can be on the media side. You got to do these interviews. You got to have all this different content. You can't just put out Drake. Just well, at this point he can. But if you just mm-hmm. kept putting out uh, so far gone mixtapes mm-hmm. and that was it, 
you know, where yeah, no would he how, be where like, he was at? You yeah, know no what matter mean? how dope he is, we still yep. be like, man, I remember this dude. He had like five mixes. Yeah, fire. Exactly. Never, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But just going real quick back to your to your original point that in, that that sparked uh, Dev's uh, last comment was that I think that is what I'm that we may be agreeing to a percentage mm-hmm. because that's what I'm saying is that. If we're talking a hundred acres of hip hop real estate, and you said it's just no, and, you, and I don't want to misquote you, but you were just saying it's just the internet has made it where it's it's not a lot of space for you to just drop in and be like, yo, I can rap. It's like, dude, I got I got links to rappers, female rappers, guy, you know, group rap. Like it's a lot going on. Yeah, so it's, it's I can drop you in there, but you're not gonna really nobody's mm-hmm. really gonna notice you. And that's the if we're talking a hundred acres of hip hop real estate. I'm saying. It used to be more acreage, is all I'm saying. It, it used to be... But I don't think that it, that's the mainstream's I, fault. It's it like, is, like, because the mainstream has bought up... The, it's gentrification of, no, of, I, of, the, of the real estate. You keep buying the space. And so you're saying, oh, you, you're, you're more than welcome to rent over here for 1500 a week. Like, dude, I can't afford that. So no, if I decide a, to live in this underground world, I'm in tent city world. I'm not in just living, living my life comfortably or in a sustainable format where it's like yo i can be sky zoo i i can i can do a tour every year for 12 years and go to the same cities because that's what jay-z can do he can do the same tour he can repeat the exact same path every year and he will still sell out Mm -hmm. at some point even though it's it's an annual thing somebody's gonna be like yo I just saw Sky Zoo last year I feel like I just mm. saw that dude like he ain't even got no new work like I mean it's I mean I, I rock with him but I'm not gonna go to the show or like man the, the tickets used to be $26 now they 30 like it'll be something mm. so I'm saying that, that from that hundred uh, metaphorically speaking of that hundred acres of hip hop real estate that it went from I don't want to quite, I, I'm going to be honest, it was never a 50-50 split, but it felt like a 50-50 split because it might have been 60-40. But now if you get down to an 80-20 or a 90-10, that underground world is so small and it's just, it's not a sustainable genre to be in because I would not, for example, I would not encourage Dev, the artist he's producing, to be like, yo, man, Dive in head first into that underground world. I'm not going to say dive in and go there. I'm going to say, like, I mean, obviously live there for, but rent, bro. Don't buy a house. Rent. Stay there because I don't know if that Sky Zoo route, that Sky Zoo, even the Sky Zoo route is becoming the chance, the rapper route, where the Sky Zoo route is not even, we were just talking offline, it's not, that, that route is not even, I don't want to say not attainable. It's not the norm. We're just talking about um, M.A. Young M.A. Mm-hmm. Young M.A. And, and how she, if if there was a list of 100 things you need to do when in the hip-hop world, she did all 100. Or she did 99, except for the biggest one. Be it's consistent. Hmm? Be consistent. You can't drop the, the dopest album of all time from... I mean, I don't want to label her as a... It's rough. Just from her perspective, I guess. Yeah, from her perspective. Um, from her life, from where she's from. And and I, and I don't want to get into her sexual preference because I feel like that's a, a, a demean to her. The girl has bars. Mm-hmm. She can rap. 
she's not low in heel, but she can, as far as that the type of rap she's she's spitting, I I'm gonna be honest with you, it's not a lot of them out there. The the brat, as far as when she came out, it was like, man, I forget that you know, forget about her being a girl. Like she's just mm-hmm. spitting fire. Yeah. She didn't do the thing that you. If you're in this world, you can't. She just set up. She just bought a house and was like, man, I, I, I I'm I'm here. I bought the I, I'm mm-hmm. on the acreage. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm living it up in the underground world. But she ain't get her grass cut. Yeah, she ain't get her grass cut. She ain't got no no type of gardening situation. Um, didn't get her window secure. Like she didn't get you know insurance. Trees falling. Like it's just not like that's not sustainable. Like you're, it's the you know what was happening when back in the day when I, one of my previous jobs, folks were getting massive overtime. Mm-hmm. So they were getting so much overtime. They were getting dang near 40 hours a week of overtime. So what they did was they went out and bought houses, boats, living the life based upon oh, their, their overtime. overtime. Their check being mm-hmm. so big. Like, man, I'm working triple. Every hour, for every eight hours I work, man, I'm, I am I stay triple. I get off at five. I stay and work another eight. Man, they, I'm killing it. They buying houses and doing all this. Mm-hmm. Overtime got shut down. That lifestyle that you created was now unsustainable because your check is not as big as it once was. Mm-hmm. It's that type of thing. It's that's those are the risks that the underground gives you. And now I'm not saying that those same risks don't equate in mainstream, but like we were saying, is that Kendrick now has the ability if he forgets to mow his lawn, if he oh snap, my gravel is cracking or you know my concrete is cracking, I need to get my driveway redone. He has the ability. To drop a single with Snoop or drop a single with Jay Z, get his get his situation fixed mm-hmm. right up, and like we just talked about a second ago, that that don't work for everybody. Like you can't, there's no quick fixes. Now everybody doesn't have Jay Z ain't dropped the album had no relevance until 4:44 since I want to I want to say dang near. What was it? The what to watch the throne was the last Magna thing? Carta. A oh, Magna mm-hmm. Carta. But I mean, he still have relevance because Beyonce dropped Lemonade, and so that caused mm-hmm. it. So he he's he's always had. He's yeah, always he, never, way, he uh, never left. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like he never left, and so him dropping 444 was like, oh, you you sparked my interest. Well, let me see what's going on here. So that it's just that. It puts you in a situation, again, I just keep using the analogy of the tent city. It's like, can you live there? Yeah, folks live there every night. People sleeping. It's raining. It's cold. It's hot. Whatever. No food. They making it work. But that's so, so, still not. Still not so, so, here, so here's where we, I know we agreed on the, the internet being kind of making things more convoluted. Here's where we disagree, though. We disagree in that. The um, the ability for it's not the mainstream's fault that the that the underground is uh, is more convoluted. It's just that there are so many underground artists or potential underground artists who have access to now get their music out to more people than ever before. So mm-hmm. I can now I now instead of you know okay okay player might have had you know little brother and maybe two three other artists who are bubbling. Now with SoundCloud, I could go through and there's literally hundreds of people yeah. who I might think their music is dope. Mm-hmm. How do I choose? So now it becomes that much harder for 
me to be able or for anybody like to be able to target like this is the next person who even is just on the underground right like mm-hmm. i could go through like deb you're literally in the middle of working with a artist and like forming something together and y'all gonna have to decide like where we gonna roll this out at where we gonna right. put it out at and, but you're gonna have competition because there's just gonna be every day there's somebody new mm-hmm. who now has an outlet which before it wasn't an outlet it was just like I got a tour and hopefully somebody hears my name right. and then you know maybe if it hits right like but now it's like like that's the thing that we say all the time and that's the beauty of technology is like anybody literally can go out yeah. now and do a movie so like it's gonna be a lot harder you know I mean it's not exactly the same but like to find the next movie producer or that because it's like if you're just searching for somebody online you're gonna have you know if you're looking for like well yeah. what's the dope like it's there's so many different ways to like find somebody yeah. so I don't blame I don't blame the mainstream or I at, for that as much as and I don't I don't think it's anybody's blame it's just a matter of like folks were like oh I have the ability and opportunity to do like we we're recording this podcast and we yeah, literally no, are on no, iTunes. <laughs> like I, we had no, none of us have a name. Like yeah. none of us have a name that's buzzing or popping. I'm popping. You can go, yeah. you might be, <laughs> but we are. We're literally on iTunes for for no other reason than technology. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. now, if people want to fish for hip hop podcasts, like they have to go through. Probably hundreds or thousands of them. Including, a lot of them probably including trash, the including the big ones. The, the big ones don't have anything to do with that. Like there are people who have names. Like I'm not knocking that, but we're in. Like people can find us on the the number one site for podcasts. But there's just they got to go through hundreds or thousands of them. Like I, you, and I know Mylon is good for this. He goes through the iTunes or the. Um, you know the new releases on right, Apple Music yeah. every day. Right. Like, and I'll scroll through literally next to Jay Z's name. If I look at the four albums like that come up in Jay Z's name is, or you know, on the day that Jay Z dropped is Jay Z, TLC, MC8, who ain't nobody checked for in years, and Zero. Right. Like <laughs> that's and that's just that's literally one day. Like there's and, and Zero is an actual artist, not Zero as in nothing. no, yeah, yeah, no, like <laughs> the Zero's actual artist Zero. Like I'm just going through. Like there are names I've literally never heard of. Like Bobby Raps, Cousin Stiz, like who are on the number one platform for music that you eat if you just scroll and look for for you you know you put us up when you send us chaz french he's literally here like with nothing the issue though is if i try to go through and decide which of these out al- which of these albums i really wanted to listen to like it takes me it would take you years yeah, like yeah. and then you gotta listen to them on repeat and like figure out what you like what you don't then somebody else drop and then there's and then there is the mainstream dude who comes out that people right. haven't heard it's impossible to like filter that so yes it makes it easier for those who do get to the mainstream to be like oh, okay I, it resonates it connects but in terms of like actually having access like Starlito is on here like I mess with Starlito and um and Don Tripp like they're on iTunes all the time. Yeah, like yeah, Don Tripp is Don not a household name. Mm-hmm. He has access though to household. Like he's literally just sitting here in my phone, even if I never heard of him. So that's what I mean by what technology has allowed. It's it's not the mainstream. Like in certain ways, folks have more access to mainstream than ever before. Not in 
not overall, but like in so like they're not gonna be on you know today you know doing an interview, but. You literally are, these people are on the same major platforms as major artists easier than ever before, but there's so many folks who now have that access that, it, and it's less of a filter that like, well, yeah, of course, if it's just the, it's just a law of averages. Like if I have a thousand people now I have to listen to and determine if I like it, maybe, you know, some folks are going to rise to the top in terms of the underground as opposed to a hundred, like some people who maybe were going to be there before just aren't. And it's just because not as many people re- finally reached their name. Like, right. And so that's that's the thing that technology to me is the if we have to, but it's the quote unquote culprit. But again, it's not necessarily a bad thing because there's some people we never heard of and they actually made it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, again, Chance is an example of that. Um, you know, I think Run the Jewels is another example. Like Killer Mike had again, he kind of flirted with the mainstream a little bit, but it wasn't until he did Run the Jewels where they're not a household name. Right, but he's had more success in his career with Run the Jewels than ever before. Like it's just that's the that is I think the power of underground and building that core following that people don't really do. And so there are some folks who they shoot straight to the top. They don't have a core following. They come down, and then we never gonna hear of them again. There's going to be some folks, though, who built that core following, regardless of how high they go, they're not going to go below that core following anymore because they've learned how to, like, make that happen. And I think that still, to me, that still exists. Like, it's harder to do because it's so many people concentrated in, like, within the, the com- within your computer screen, essentially. But I think that still exists, and that's what hasn't changed so much. Right. So, it's, in other words, you point the blame in the wrong direction as far as trying to talk about mainstream Milan. But it's interesting that you brought up Landon about just how much how vast it is for your selection or options now. Where it's almost like kinda you take away you kinda take away some of the mainstream's power, which is in, in a good sense. Yeah, you I, know? I mean it's they almost, still got a it's lot almost, of it. It's almost like this now. It's almost like this now because technology allows people in the underground, like almost the real estate of the underground grows with the acre mm-hmm. analogy. But now they get pulled to like we talked about being able to be seen and recognized on the feed to have the status. You need the swoop of the mainstream, mm-hmm. like we talked about. So now we have all these people in underground. And now you got to get swooped up in order to reach the numbers that you want to get to for quote unquote artist success. Mm-hmm. So in other words, it seemed like the acres pushed the other way, whereas like mainstream just has more relevant, like the, the acres that mainstream have is like Beverly Hills, but now underground is the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. And then whoever gets swooped up into Beverly Hills is gonna know what's going on with that artist. So yeah, and it just that could be a thing. And from that analogy, the only thing that sucks for me is who actually occupies those houses in mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and that's still all right. I know some folks who super woke and be like, "Well, what's the problem? It's Beverly Hills anyway." And like, you know, the top ten. Right, right. We're not talking about that. Yeah, We're just yeah, saying yeah. in terms of like who's in the mainstream. We know, but like, you know, but, but we again, said the goal of, of every artist is to have more ears. So more yeah, ears exactly. Is, that's what it is you know and it just and it just sucks that like there are these artists because you know again when we talk about real estate like i'm just using this as another example like on friday june 23rd of the albums that dropped dj Khaled is definitely the biggest but that's what's on my phone is dj Khaled, and right next to him is vince staples right there are two different worlds you know what i'm saying completely vince staples does not have nearly the star power of a dj Khaled, Mm -hmm. but if 
I scroll if I'm looking through, like, even if I'm a casual fan, like, you know, and I know some of this can still be somewhat tailored because it is a for you. So they go based upon like your own business. So I, again, I take all of that into consideration, but just the fact that you in somebody's phone, at least mine and maybe others, Vince Staples is right next to DJ Khaled. That says something to me in terms Mm -hmm. of the real estate that they're occupying on my phone and somebody else's phone or just even within the hub of iTunes, which I think if you had asked me, you know, before Apple Music came out and it was just the curators who had to say, these are the folks whose names we're going to plaster on our space. I don't think Vince Staples is up there at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't, I just don't see it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I and don't I think know. iTunes kind of caters towards the internet as well. It's yeah. like you said, whoever is the curator is going to plaster down their wall. That's the whole quote unquote Beverly Hillside. But with the internet, I think we were talking about how the internet basically taps into the mainstream. Mine walks away. That's power. Devis. Into the mainstream's power. So maybe the mainstream just has, since Underground's real estate is so big, mainstream's just swooping. To get that stardom to get more ears, but it's still a lot of room. I think I think I think you got the analogy wrong, or at least you got the ratio wrong. Where I think the underground is just large now, basically, and then mainstream is just a thing to get you the actual. But it, it goes back to what we were saying earlier: is just within that genre or perceived realm of underground, it's a lot of it's a lot of blurred lines as De- as Landon alluded to earlier is it underground or is it just starting like my aim is like I'm not even again going using the college analogy you're a freshman but are you truly a freshman or you this is just this is this is just your interview for the NBA like you're only going to be here like there how many when you use the term college basketball players we have all these teams it's probably about, I'd say, less than 20%, if, if not less than that, that are actually college basketball players. The rest, I'm only here so I don't get fined type of situation. I'm only here because the NBA has forced me to be here. Or I'm good enough in high school, even if I average 45 points a game, but I, I, I was ranked the 33rd power forward in the country, so... I'm still going to college, highlight my skills so I can get picked up by the NBA. I'm not truly living, like no one goes into college basketball and says, I just want to go down in the history as being the greatest college basketball player ever. They go to play to get noticed, to get to that mainstream. And the reason why is because that mainstream has become all there is. College is Uh, just an avenue in basketball. And but feel- but, there, but but and again, this is where I would say the underground comes in. And again, it's not exactly the same because music is actually there's probably more opportunity still even in music to like create a life for yourself. But there is still international ball. And like a lot of people will go the international route to play basketball and make a living. Make a and like, yeah, so like it's not. You know, if we're talking about like just kind of buyer, like that would be that would be the the slaughterhouse. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Like because if it's just like college basketball, and then like some make it to the league, some don't. That would be different than music because you can still make a living doing music and not be 
super popular, like be in the quote unquote pros, right? Mm. But in the well, in the NBA as we know it, but there is still again, it's a smaller amount, but there are a lot of people who go play international and play overseas. They make a living for themselves. They get to do what they love. And, you know, they're not making multi-million dollar deals. And they're not. Yeah, they're not. You know, they're not on commercials. But they're living. Like, they're surviving. And, like, that's what they and that's what they want to do. And then there are even some people, Stefan Marbury and others. I think even AI yeah, did he, it for a while where, Stephon you know, what, like, ever since we the man. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's literally. Like, I saw him interviewing in, during the finals, and he was like, I'm thinking about playing one more year. And I was like, man, you still playing? Still like, playing I, right? I, I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they do it. Like, yeah. And even AI went for a little bit. You know, it's like playing in Turkey, I think, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, all, I think all of us sitting here at this table can say, to this day, we love AI to death. He don't look no worse in our eyes for going overseas. But there's people that was overseas making money well before AI went there. There's going to be people who was going there making money well after he's gone. And, like, that's the NBA underground for a lot of folks. Like, now, now there's some people playing, like, the CBA or whatever it is, the uh, the CBA or whatever, who's, I mean, they're still trying to get into the league. Yeah, but, right. like, yeah. you know, like, international ball, like, you play, you make it, you live in. There are some people, though, who, yo, college basketball was it. I just didn't cut it. And you know maybe they were actually yeah. good enough, and somebody just didn't see them or whatever. But you live, that's what it is. You live a horrible life, living your <laughs> playing seven years in Italy. I, I mean, it's, it's horrible. Like, I'm you know, just saying, fancy food, uh, <laughs> loved by everyone. Uh, yeah, totally just slumming it in yeah, Italy. I mean, but I, we I, we would be remiss if we didn't end this episode, or before we end this ended this episode, having our own host of this show. And producer of artists and producers of great intros to our podcast. If you didn't talk about what your potential as before we close or as we close, yeah. What as a producer, where where are you trying to land? What real estate are you looking to purchase? I mean, you trying this, to buy? This, this might this might have to be some <laughs> confidential stuff because I don't want nobody to take the plan, but. Kind of like what I was alluding to before, where you have to have your face in the feed in many different ways that you can. And I think that's the route that we've kind of come to grasp to or conclusion to because we we went over all the routes our own. Like, okay, do we give it to this person and then try to shop it and then take over this city or something like that and do it that way and get a buzz? But then it's like with the Internet, as Landon was talking about, you can shoot your shot as we call it, everywhere, and somewhere will stick, and then you ride that wave, you know what I mean, and you just keep going, so, you know, I won't let you know the details on how to do that, but G14 classified, you, you, you pretty much just, you find your way in the way that the game is right now, and I think a lot of people like Slaughterhouse, Royce, and all that stuff, they, it's almost like they don't have interest in doing that, and I don't knock them, you know, but if you want to reach the levels and the ears that you got to pretty much play the game to to wherever you see where people and how they get famous and how they get viral what they're doing mm-hmm. so just kind of take that route or and in, in that way you can still be unique and as far as creating your own like man they're doing it like this though you know what i mean type of deal so that's that's where I think, you know, and it's very strategic. Like, you can't be a gunslinger. Yeah. And you just want to keep putting, because then now it just, like you said, Mylon, it just fizzles away like a young or MA. You so wanna, you yeah. literally got to come with this package, you know what I mean, and just strategically fish it out so that it starts pulling you up in, in different avenues. So, 
Definitely. Definitely. So that's. I, I mean, I just. Man, I'm just saying. I mean, we 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 got. We be gotta, on the be on the lookout though. I, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need all the promo. Like 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 uh, he said about Drake. I need a street team. I need a. You know what I mean. So I need all the promo and just support. It's gonna be good music. So it's not gonna be hard to you know support it. But we just need you know. All the every, everybody's needed. Honestly, that's that's kind of the game we at. It's like looking everybody's needed. Looking forward, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not. It's, I mean, it's not a collar pop. I mean, it's just the reality. I was very humble. Um, I think we all were when we were looking at our followers, and we got folks in other countries. Mm-hmm. Shout out yeah, to the exactly. international mm-hmm. exactly. folks at the at the round table sitting mm-hmm. here with us. I mean, that, and that pool feels so much. It feels good. Like yeah. You, yeah. Get, you know, break that plateau and yeah, just pull, you know pulling up chairs in other countries man I mean. yeah no, exactly. i mean that, it's amazing like that's what technology, technology allows you to do now definitely um you definitely don't want to fizzle out you don't want to come weak in the fourth quarter like some people uh, yes sir. i'm not even saying no names like, we all know <laughs> we all know we all know what i'm talking about but yeah uh, just well speaking of that you want to just go ahead and do right, shout outs yeah. but you said you had a shout out earlier brother no i no, i did it's i'm not i'm not i'm not my my shout out is you mentioned it earlier to um just wanted to shout out technology and the opportunity and the ability to learn something new or, or learn uh, learn from about somebody new so the the Chaz French album I was on checking new releases and I do that I give you I mean honestly I'm going to give you a few listens a few uh track listens I, I fast mm-hmm. forward okay and I just actually was in was had the ability to listen to the entire first track from Chaz French I was like who is this dude never heard of him uh, knew nothing of him I was like oh yeah I feel like he's he's a part of this he's not I mean I know nothing he's affiliated with nothing mm-hmm. and I was really impressed um, it's a different it, it's it's almost like uh, if 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 T.I. and 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 J. Cole were not mm. lovers, but if they, if, if you <laughs> blend, baby. <laughs> baby, we know, we know. <laughs> if their styles could blend, he's he's a very uh, he, he's good with the with the with the one liners. He just he, he reminds me more of Cole, and I don't want to say remind me like he's biting his style, but I, I just when I listen to him, it's like he 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 has a mm-hmm. again somebody who mixes it's almost like mix, we you know we were talking we were talking about that again. It's like being able to mix a message in a package that I can also ride to and also potentially, you know, in some instances club be a club banger. Like he mm-hmm. he's he's got that mix. Mm-hmm. Um and he's also self examining. I think uh J. Cole is one of the most self examining artists that that we have out there, mm-hmm. minus Jay Z's four forty four, which people, are, <laughs> which was a straight up, <laughs> it's a diary on wax. But that's another podcast that we will be posting. Therapy session on wax. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to shout out that brother um, for for a really dope hip hop production, um, and just uh, I could tell that he's been doing this for a minute and he's been staying uh, trying to stay true to his. That's Ooh. the name of the album. I think it's True Colors. So I just flow right into that and just real quick real brief real small shout out to uh, the Golden State Warrior organization for oh, Brett. <laughs> no I'm just, I'm just this is what I was alluding to earlier let me shout this out uh, this is this this podcast comes out a couple of days after Kyrie demands a trade from I don't know I'm just confused he's playing with the greatest player <laughs> to ever dribble a basketball according to many people and yet and still he just demanded a trade uh, just shout out to the Warriors for breaking the souls of people uh, <laughs> 
uh, organizations. I, I feel like people, I feel like the entire Cleveland Cavalier organization is crying in the car. Like there's red <laughs> and then in the back seat. If you watch the movie Friday, you will see the Cavs organization in the back seat when he went to cry in the car. Um, <laughs> that's what they're doing. So yeah, I just wanted to shout that out. Souls are being broken. Spirits are being broken. Backs, lives are being changed. People are moving. I, it's, it's such a shame. It, it's not a shame, actually. I, I don't, don't say that. It's not a shame. This is exactly what they deserve. Uh, they're getting everything they absolutely deserve right now. So shout out to the Warriors and also shout out to Cleveland. Abysmal dismiss of excellence uh, going down a drain of hope and shattered dreams. That's what uh, that's what we got here. Uh, looking forward to seeing the, the soap opera continue. I'm loving it. I'm actually got my popcorn ready in the great words of Terrell, Terrell Owens. Uh in your in your Michael Jackson thriller gif. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm said, I've said it before. From the second this dude left the organization he was previously with to go back home, I've said I just didn't want him to win a championship. And I was very upset that he won one. I just don't want him to win another one. Just retire without winning. I don't care where he goes. I don't care who he plays. He play brother, what if he came back to Miami, brother? Still don't win one. Brother, because he came back on some, side. he came back on some sucker stuff. Now I will take Kyrie though. <laughs> I will take Kyrie and um, dominate him in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. That will, sir. I I will cry. I will get a tattoo tear if Kyrie comes to the Heat and then beats. LeBron and the <laughs> You have heard it here right. first. <laughs> Kyrie to the right. Heat. I want this to happen. <laughs> that that will be the ultimate disrespect. I left here to go play for the team that you left. We will meet. I will destroy. This will you. become yeah. the reality show basketball wise. Oh, yeah. of then, I'll be, the NBA. then I'll be torn. I'll be like, yo. I think Kyrie, the Heat need to beat the war. I mean, I, mean, I would just really be at that level. He's uh, going to throw water in the face of LeBron James. Yeah, yeah got to. Got, and wear number six while you're doing oh, it. Oh, this guy. Okay. And too much we on it. ventured into a realm that... How deep does a realm go? Uh, oh, gosh. And again, just wanted to, um, because we were so into our conversation... Didn't get a chance to like actually while you all are talking, I actually look at some of the names, some of the the pot being followers we have. It's all good. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yo, y'all Man, for, y'all for me, shout out and, and we've mentioned him in this podcast and, and he's been over the over the feed. For, for some time now, Vince Staples, man. I mean, just I told y'all last time, coming brother, out of, coming out of North Long Beach, man. I, I actually spent spent some time residentially in, in North Long Beach. Oh, I thought you, I thought you just yeah. spent some time with him. I was like, why is he not on the podcast? What's going but on? just to be just to be that local. I mean, I've been in Long Beach since '04, and then recently moved because I got married. But I stayed in, in the Parra Woods complex which was right next to another big complex of apartments and was in middle school in those days so the stuff that he even talks about in north long beach you know i i i witnessed i got out of there basically though because you know just parents you know i had no control but definitely just just love to see people from the city that i've resided in you know come up and and he's doing it the way that you know a lot of people uh i feel should be doing it just interview here Doing this there, visuals there, and he's he, it feels it seems like he's figured out the formula and he's getting a lot of respect for it. Of course, just his pure knowledge of just even history to even get him to go more philosophical with just him and you know examining 
his situation. That I mean, that's that's what artists are in the first place. That's how you become the the mouths of the streets. You know, you just telling it how it is, and you're examining, and you give your philosophy. And, and sh- big shout out to Vince for doing that and for being so local, uh, close to me, basically, and doing that. So huge shout out for sure, for sure. Um, for me, I, I don't know how much of it is a shout out as opposed to just a you know. Hold your head, maybe. Um, you know, DMX has found himself in legal troubles again, man. Um, you know, I, I they say he owe a lot of money to the IRS or the government, whoever. It's some tax stuff. You know, if he did it, he he did it. I'm not here to, you know, it's, it's not a free DMX campaign or nothing like that. But man, this is just that—that that is one of literally my favorite hip hop artists ever. You know, I know when folks, you know, I'm not not wishing this upon him anytime soon. But you know, when people die, like, oh, that was like one of my like, no, like DMX is literally one of my favorite artists, and like, you know, he just had a well, not he didn't just have it, but like I rewatched a uh, or I hadn't seen it before, but I watched a, a interview he did on the Breakfast Club like maybe a year or so ago, mm-hmm. and it was just like you know he. You can tell he's always kind of been like this kind of troubled soul, but he has a very, you know, like spiritual foundation about him that I've always kind of like respected and resonated with. And you can tell he's he's always in a battle with himself. Um, And, you know, it's for somebody who, for whatever reason, I've like gravitated towards his album. It it wasn't even it wasn't even his first two. His, His third album was one of the first like cassettes that I bought and like since then I've just been a DMX fan like so I just you know I hate to see him caught up again you know for whatever is going on he just cannot seem to stay out of trouble but this is just a you know hold your head man and and definitely a a hip-hop icon that I I love and respect in terms of again the work that he has done and the person that I assume that that he is you know minus all of the the trouble but just kind of that that spiritual rooting you know that he has um you know it's, it's sad to see that he he constantly finds himself in these situations so um yeah that's that's that um for me uh but uh i don't think i got any other shout outs I, I i do want to get to the members shouting out again just giving y'all an overview we'll we'll shout you out um in full um but i wanted to look at the the the, the feed because it gives you a feed of like all the, the latest members so i'm gonna get to that but i would all, we would also as a hip-hop podcast be remiss if we did not mention the death of two live crew member um yes chris wong wan uh might not be a fan of the music, but um, just in general, again, just acknowledging the contribution, he created, they created a lane. He was actually, um, mm-hmm. be, you know, folks like to be like, oh yeah, you know, Luke, it's like Luke was the face, but mm-hmm. Chris. There was like, a whole crew. Yeah, there was, there was a whole crew. crew. He's the brother, if you notice, um, he always had his arm in a cast. He actually had a, a permanent situation i was like because i remember i used to ask myself i was like man like how long is this dude's arm broke like (laughs) yeah had a a permanent situation uh he passed i think he was like 50 53 might have been 40 yeah i don't remember i don't remember how he was but um but his name is fresh fresh kid ice Mm -hmm. on the as far as the 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 his rap name goes but yeah just just 
you know, I, I don't want to say RIP, but just you know, just acknowledging his contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, just passed away recently. Uh, as a, again, contribution to hip hop is no different than than Too Short or gangster rap. You may not necessarily rock with it or feel like you can listen to it all day every day, but I will definitely not pretend that I never listened to Two Live Crew. I yeah. hope these two brothers. Oh, yeah. Come on, brother. Uh, it, it is very unfortunate for me how young I was listening to it. <laughs> but, but but the way fathers and uncles are set up, you know, <laughs> I got my ears tuned to to the, to to to, to, to life. Yeah, he was he was fifty three. So he's fifty three. He mm-hmm. was fifty three. Um, yeah. So just um, I mean, always you know got to acknowledge the, the the founding fathers again. He was he was considered to be one of the one of the, if not the founding member of the group, um, pulled it together, made history. I'm sure those tours were very historic as well. Mm-hmm. I, I will um, I will say, uh, pivoting just a little bit, um, I did I, I thought about a couple of other things while you were Chit-chat. speaking. Um, folks that I do want to shout out. Uh, Shout out to Killer Mike. He got his own day in Atlanta. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just a I'm just a Killer Mike fan. I you know don't necessarily agree with 100 percent of everything he he says or does, but in terms of he he gets out there and he he rocks for for the people. So um, and and the music is dope. So again, um, we will we will take you up on that offer. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. come to Atlanta. Oh, yeah. He offered to yeah. come yeah. to Atlanta yeah. and, and, like, and do the podcast at his barbershop. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if he remembers it, but he probably don't. But unfortunately for him, we do. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> we, one one day we we will definitely make that happen. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, shout out to Kendrick who bought um, a disabled fan like a whole new van like that she mm. could drive or whatever. Like they, you know, gave her the the. Um, uh, backstage, you know, full out treatment, got her a bunch of oh, gear wow. and all that, and then bought like I think some like a new van that would like allow for her to drive, yeah, like no, more no, easily and all that. Different, yeah, so you know, features to exactly, help. exactly. <laughs> so I just try to always, um, you know, just always try to recognize artists that are are using their platform and their resources to, you know, do something for for others. So I just appreciate it, man. You know, there was. Nicki Minaj, there was Pusha T. I think Remy Ma was doing something for, you know, women who had a hard time, like, getting pregnant. I don't even know if I shouted that out, but, like, I've seen that. You know, Kendrick, like, there's just, there are folks who are who are trying to give back in one way or another, whether it's to individuals or to, And that's know, what make the group, culture so. the culture, man. Like, yeah. that's true hip-hop. Exactly, you know? exactly. And, like, whether I rock with your music or not, like, I got to give props mm-hmm. where... Where props do so, I just wanted to make sure that I, I shouted those folks out uh, before yeah. we we got uh, to man, our. I mean, that's what we do at the table, man. You know what I'm saying? Have, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's unless they've got something else. Oh, go ahead, hit them, hit them new, uh, the new members, brother. I can't, I can't, I can barely pronounce some of these. You know, these. I found through through my attempts that there were some folks with some very unique. <laughs> username <laughs> we go through a few obviously you know please forgive us if and we, this is through hiphoproundtable.podbean.com correct yes, yes. Just, just strictly through podbean hiphoproundtable.podbean.com is just in case you were yes, you yes. Uh, we got Nick any Spanish speakers Nick P-U-N-E-N-T-A T-E. Puente 
See, we got one. Nick um, Nick Puente. I'm, not, I just, I'm guessing. I didn't see the name, so, so I hope that that is correct. Puente. Puente. We're going to go with Nick, okay. Nick Puente. Uh, we got uh, Jones. No, Jones Stom one two one. S two O S T O M. Jones. What up, Jones? Jones. Oh yeah, it might Jones. It might be Jones Tom. So Tom one, Jones. Two, one. Wait, yeah, Tom. this is his name backwards. So we're gonna go with Tom. Shout Jones. out mm. Jones Tom Tom right. Jones. <laughs> yeah, one two Shout one. Shout out. We got Tizzy the Prophet. That's pretty easy. Hey, uh, what up, Tizzy? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We don't got, find yourself in the Tizzy though. Just no, don't. You no, know no, what I mean? We don't want that. This, this next one again, no judgment. Weedhead two four one. Hey, hey, you know, hey, hopefully, you know, you right. in deep thought exactly. when you, you know what I'm saying? Listening. Hopefully we, we take you there into <laughs> exactly. a whole nother you mind space, you know what I'm saying? Another mind space. Uh, we got T N J Colorado, NJ G-A-L-L-A-R-D-O. What up, Colorado? Right. Yeah, that's, that's how NJ. Mr. and Mrs. Colorado. Yeah, I like that. See how we keep it? We don't even know. Mr. and Mrs. We just don't rock like that. Got one more. And you know what? Then Podbean, I think we got so many followers. Podbean was like, let's click here to see the, <laughs> the rest of the fun. There's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> but I think that is, I think that is it, um, name wise. That and if we missed you, you know, forgive us if you relatively new. But again, just recently. always shout out, man. Yeah, we, we, we we'll, just, we'll get y'all at the like the end of the month. We just be like, yo, just shout out to everybody. And then shout out to the to the to the longtime listeners, the folks who listen Man, from other listen countries, folks that listen to the end, folks that listen in their car. Hashtag. Shout listen. out to all my Africans. What is that? Brother, yeah. international brother. They, yeah, just, you just, I don't know, brother. Just, just, I mean, I'm not upset, brother. but it's just like a, brother. We just, brother. It's not like you. It's not like this was our podcast, right. and you just bum <laughs> brush. You're like shout out to all my Africans. Like whoa, whoa, brother. Get shout out to all our Africans, right. brother. Yeah, exactly. Okay, brother. okay, okay. Yeah, it's, it's not like you just like bum rush. Security, like nah, brother. Uh, I got something to say real uh, quick. Can I get in here? No, you can't, brother. We we, we try to wrap up. Brother. Shout out to all my... <laughs> had to do it, brother. They had to do it. I'm, they, I'm had not to mad. they had to get shouted out. So with that, man, I, I mean, I'm personally hungry. Um, brother, you go, 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 go make you some food, <laughs> brother. It's about, be, it's about to be PB&J on deck. We, we, we really PB&J. might have to go to Roundtable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Roundtable, feel free to... Man, look, if we get a roundtable sponsorship, it's, it's game We really should. Hey, it's kind we, of game we, time. Roundtable, listen, I already got the concept, you know what I'm right saying? There. We are holding a roundtable discussion on hip-hop while eating a roundtable pizza. pizza man. You know what I'm saying? And we're like, yo, I think that's a dope point, man. Auntie but as I plug. <laughs> make it happen. We, we, yeah, we, saying, you know? Somebody make it happen. We'll bring you to the round table I'm to eat saying. round table with us at the round table. At the table. round table. And the round table logo for the, you know, could be the 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 image mm. for the podcast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I don't want to go that for, far. No, for the yeah. show. Just for that one oh, show. That, but, no, got just you, for that one show. You know what I'm saying? And then we will be, you know, we can, got, we can do it all. We, we travel hey. the round tables around the country having hip hop huh. round tables. At Boom! The round, table. round table. Hey, if anybody got a round table plug and connect. <laughs> We finna make it happen right Look, here. take we us from the underground <laughs> to the mainstream. <laughs> we need those acres. We need those acres. We need those acres. There it is. There it is. Round what happens when you listen to the end?
then you get you, I mean you get all the new hashtag developments. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you feel me? So where can where can we be? Yo, well you already heard hip hop roundtable.podbean.com. Get every single episode. You can check us on iTunes, just search hip hop roundtable. You can get us on uh, Facebook, Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. You can go to Instagram, search at Hip Hop Roundtable Podcast. Um, you can email us with anything that you would like, hhrtpodcast at gmail.com. And then you can find me, you can find Miley, you can find Dev on uh, most, if not all of your social media sites, Devin Howard, Mylon Drake. Landon Hill. Um, with that being said, we're going to push our chairs back from the round table. Yeah. yeah. And holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.